Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. I have got such a fun episode with you. So as you guys know, I have many skills, many talents. I'm not shy about sharing my talents with you. One thing that I cannot do is I cannot see the future. And for this creative, I wish that when we started working together, I had a crystal ball for all the wonderful, crazy, good, bad things that would have happened when we started working together. So today I'm sat down with Jess Cook. And I remember in our very first session, we've just finished working together. But I remember in our very first session, I remember Jess saying things to me like, I am just an introvert. I just don't have confidence. That is a fact. I just don't have confidence. There's no way I could go viral. Me, one of my reels, it could never go viral. I could never make that amount of sales to leave my full-time job or cancel any days. I just don't have any time. And she was saying all of these things like fact. And I'm so happy that she's here today to tell her story because she was wrong about every single thing that was holding her back. So I want to introduce to you the wonderful Jess or Jessica. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. Thank you for coming on the show. That's okay. Um, So I want to talk to you about Let's talk about that, actually, because when you started coaching, you had all of these things that, you know, you felt were holding Mm -hmm. yourself back. You didn't feel like you had confidence. One, for me watching you as your coach, I think one of your biggest like defining moments was the moment when you were like, oh, confidence is something that other people have, like they're born with it. It's like part of their personality. Shifting to that, oh, confidence is an emotion that everybody can create and I can just create with my thinking. Would you agree that that was like one of like the, like a pivotal early shift for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, I've never been a really, really confident person. I've always been quite quiet, even as like a child. Um, Growing up through school, I was quite a a quiet person. Um, And over the last sort of decade, my confidence just kind of got less and less and I could never have a vision of my life being how it is now yeah and I think like your program where it's called stuck to unstoppable I literally felt like I was just glued in that place of having no confidence and not believing in myself and that really impacted my business in that I I couldn't move forward because I just I didn't believe in myself Yeah, I totally hear that. Let's back up a little bit for everyone who is listening, because I'm obviously super familiar with your products and your reels. I see them all the time. I love them. Do you want to start by telling us all who you are and a bit about what you do? Tell us about your business. Yeah, of course. So I started a homeware business. I actually sort of came up with the idea when I was on an architecture internship in Beijing. That was when I made my business plan. That was sort of three over three years ago now but I didn't actually start my business until sort of the end of 2019 
because I lack the confidence. And yeah, I make homeware. So I make things like trays, pen pot, plant pot, um, little sculptures, like all sorts of sort of decor items and Armenian terrazzo marble type patterns and some it's all cast so cast into molds and then finished as a final project product amazing so you had the idea to do this business and then you took action on it three years later what do you think I know you said that I've said that in a really damning way like three years later but um, no that is actually how I say it to myself (laughs) like oh it took me this long (laughs) What do you think was, I know you've said that you didn't have the confidence, but what do you think was the thing that got you to that point where it was like, okay, no, I have to do the business because it could have been like six years. Like what was the shift that you were like, okay, I have to start this business? Yeah. So I am a town planner as well. That's my full-time job. And in my roles, I kind of lacked the creativity that I thought that I would get certainly the same creativity that I had in my university degree which was in architecture and planning and then when I went into practice it wasn't really at all what I had expected based on my university experience so I felt like I'd lost my creative drive and it just kind of it kind of made me sad so that was I think I had like a defining moment of I'm I'm losing my creativity and I want to get it back Mm. so that was when I just thought, okay, that's it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to order some materials. I mean, I'd done all my market research for materials three years yeah. ago. So I knew everything that I needed to do, but I hadn't actually experimented yet. Um, and it, it was that lack of creativity that sort of pushed me over the edge, I guess. <laughs> So you're done. I love that you had done all of your market research like three years before and you're like, right, I'm just going to pick this up and I'm going to do this now and like get started. I had like all my suppliers and everything. Amazing. (laughs) Just never got around to it. I love that. So you started your business. You had this idea. Mm-hmm. you started your business what happened you made the website you got your bits on your products on etsy what then happened next i first started off with etsy i only made my website in february this year and that was mainly it was like the next step in my business and i kind of threw myself into it i probably wasn't ready to have a website at the time but i'm really glad that i made it because i built it myself i learned how to um <laughs> if you can hear that dear listener please forgive me (laughs) it is my landlord next door fixing my shower (laughs) and there was no other time other than right now at recording this that that could take place i'm sorry (laughs) forgive me (laughs) making it work Yeah, so I started on Etsy and I was making sales quite regularly. And then I decided to launch a website. Um, That was in February this year. And I've not looked back. So it's been really positive. Amazing. And do you want to just paint a picture of what your business and your mindset was like before you started coaching? Because I think that some of the things that you were challenged with, so many other small businesses also have the same thoughts and fears that you did. So what was life like before you started coaching? So um, I was really stuck. Like I said earlier, I just, I felt like I didn't know, I didn't have any direction. I didn't know like where, 
I had sort of very vague goals, but I didn't know how to achieve them. They weren't solid, written down, you know, things that I actually thought, yeah, I can achieve this. It was just kind of, oh, maybe in the future I might be able to do this kind of thing. And then I listened to one of your podcasts and I thought, oh my God, who is this girl? <laughs> She's amazing. And then I listened to a couple of, a couple more and I was like, I have to do this. And it just kind of felt like, it felt like you were actually the answer to all my problems that I was having. Yeah. And then obviously I started my coaching and things completely, completely changed. I mean, my mindset before coaching was that, oh, you know, you could do this, but what if? Oh, you might not, you might be able to do that, but you might not be able to kind of thing. It, it was like everything that I thought could happen. My brain had an answer of, well, it's not going to happen to you. You know, it happens to other people. It just won't happen to you. Yeah, totally. Like, I remember specifically some of the things that I remember you saying were like, you were seeing some success in terms of your sales, that you were having sales, but also there were other businesses that were similar to yours. And your brain was like, yeah, I'm seeing sales. But it was almost dismissing the cells that you were seeing because it was like oh well these cells are here today what if people don't buy my products because so many other people are doing something so similar to me and it's kind of like yeah the coaching was really about shifting your brain like after it's like oh but this can't happen and what if what if this big bad terrible thing happens and to just shifting your mindset to that like abundance way of thinking of what is the best that could happen and really leaning into that yeah so the material that I used that was like a some period around Christmas where it's just took off and it seemed like every single day I was having like sometimes like 20 people a day of the same new business following me and I see their accounts and like I just felt a little bit disheartened because I'm self-taught so I know that a lot of people bought like kits and learned from that which is obviously fine but when I was seeing it it just felt it felt kind of personal in a way and I know that that is the completely completely the wrong way to look at it but at the time my mindset was so focused on the negatives of my business and um other people making sales that I just never thought that I never thought that I could just forget about those people it was consuming me yeah I know that's a complete wrong way to look at look at everything but at the time it was just a. I, I think it just said a lot about my mindset at the time in terms of how how I looked at my own business and other people's as well yeah totally it's such a good point because I think we can dismiss how important our thoughts are but if you have if you're looking Mm -hmm. at somebody else doing something similar to you and it creates that fear it creates that doubt for your own survival what you're really saying is is that I'm afraid that this that my business can be taken from me I'm afraid that I won't be able to adapt I'm afraid that I won't be able to bounce back and really it's like a symptom of a lack of confidence in yourself and in your business and it has an effect of like really multiplying and making you not move forward and lean into all the abundance and success that you could be having absolutely I think I was at one point I was sort of more focused on what other people were doing than what I was doing myself and that had a negative impact because obviously I was spending that time looking at other people's accounts and not focusing on how I could grow my own business and myself. Yeah, 
Totally. One of the things that we do inside the one-on-one coaching program is we set a 90-day goal, which if you Mm -hmm. are focused on looking at other people's businesses and like comparing yourself to other people, you're going to find it really hard to to focus on a 90 day goal because the 90 day goal is so the way we do it in the program it's so future focused it's so like looking forward rather than looking to the side and looking behind you what was the experience of create what first of all tell everyone what your 90 day goal was and how did you feel about that goal at the beginning as you're moving forward towards it okay so my 90 day goal was to make 250 sales um, in the 90 days 250 customers yes yeah so um, not individual products each customer slash sale and when I set it I just thought this isn't achievable but I did want to set a goal that I thought I could push myself to try and make it yeah so I wrote down some things with Kyra about how I could achieve my goal and there were things like finishing a wholesale catalogue and contacting people about doing wholesale orders, doing market, doing a restock and really promoting everything, making reels, um, posting more content, high quality content. Yeah. And each week I would set myself almost like mini goals of this is what you're going to do this week. And every week I stuck to it and the sales started coming in. Sales came in from markets, more sales came in. Yeah, and it was just the amazing experience to to push myself, how I never imagined I could push myself. So it's so fun looking that back now because you've create you've hit your goal essentially. Like I remember see, seeing <laughs> you sending me that email and I was like, I didn't have any <laughs> doubt. Well done. I love that. Aww. But like <laughs> yeah. it was when people set goals it's really easy for us to think like okay so I want to make 250 sales 250 customers it means I'm going to make 50 this month and then 50 that 100 the next month and then like it's going to be really linear but what was so fascinating about your journey it was like every time you ticked off a milestone like I think the first thing you did was like the sample sale that gave you yeah you had to do like that one task and it gave you the confidence to then go and do the next big thing, which may have been the markets and then the things after that. And it's all of these like small steps that you took that added up to that huge goal. Yeah, absolutely. And that was something that I could never actually, never actually do before I started having my coaching. I just looked at everything as one massive thing that was completely unachievable. And I never sort of broke it down into tiny steps of how I can achieve that and the sample style like you said was a real turning point for me it was the first one that I'd done and I think I made about 30 something sales in the one day and I sold I think probably about 100 items Mm. so that really really gave me the confidence to to think yeah I can actually do this I've already made what a fifth seventh of the the sales that I want to make in my um, 90 day goal Mm. and then yeah it just kind of went from there and I started to actually believe in myself from that point it was like a real defining moment I would say totally 
So what do you think allowed you to take action? Because I feel like there's so many people who, me, myself included, I've fallen into this trap before, like where we know the things that we want to do. So like the idea of doing a sample sale isn't new. It's not an idea that I gave to you. And Mm -hmm. you were like, okay, Kyra, I'm going to go do your idea. Like you already had this idea for the sample sale. What do you think changed to get you to like take action on that sample sale that you didn't have before? It was definitely the confidence. The reason why I didn't do it. So the first sample sale I did was nearly a year, about a year and a half after I first started making. So I had all these items and I just thought, nobody's going to want them. Like nobody wants my um, best products. That's what I used to tell myself. So they're not going to want sample bits that have got little um, problems or they're not quite you know um, experiments and things like that but I just never had that belief that people would actually want to buy a subpar product mm. so once I just I think once I started the coaching and I started to realize that I should trust in myself and I should believe in myself I, I think one of the things that you you said to me was like who's gonna know <laughs> like who's gonna know if you just act like you're confident and I was like oh I'm gonna know and then I I think that was like a that was like a realization for me that actually I might know but nobody else will Mm. nobody knows yeah that was like a real a real turning point and once I believed that I could do the sample sale I set a date for it I got everything ready and I was really really nervous really nervous I just didn't think that anybody would want to buy anything and I, I pretty much sold out of most things I think in the end I had about five items left maybe if that yeah and then I thought actually I can do this it was it was like a yeah a real change in my confidence yeah just pushing myself totally like this is such a good example of what I call a very scientific and high level phenomenon that the brain does And I basically call it like when your brain is an unreliable predictor of the weather. Like your brain was like, no one's going to want to buy this. People aren't even buying my normal stuff. They're never going to want to buy a sample sale. And it's like when your brain offers those thoughts and you believe them, then you don't take action. But actually, it was all totally a lie because then when you did the sample sale, you sold out and you're like, oh, my brain doesn't actually tell me the truth. It actually lies. It tells me it's going to be cloudy when actually it was bloody sunny. So I think that's one of the biggest, most powerful lessons that we can take away is that sometimes your brain is going to give you some negative thoughts and they are going to be lies. It's going to not be true at all. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think... My brain certainly told me that a lot with everything, um, also in my personal life. Um, and one of the reasons I actually did the coaching in the first place was because I wasn't just like this in my business. I was also like it in my personal life. Um, and when I took the decision to actually invest in the coaching, it was more for me as a person over my business. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that was like a real a really good reason to do it I don't think that anyone should do it just because they think that it will have an impact on their business and their business only it was really more like an all-round thing and now I have a lot more confidence in my job I socialize a lot more and I go to you know prior to this I didn't really even show up with my friends 
just out of you know introversion (laughs) nervousness and um yeah I'm just a completely different person and yeah I can't um can't believe it really yeah that's so interesting so how did you take what we were coaching on into your personal life because sometimes I do coach people on things to do with their personal life like their relationships Mm -hmm. and all of those things but I know in our conversations we didn't specifically talk about how you're showing up with your friends or socializing for instance so how did you take what you were discovering in the coaching and apply that to your personal life I think psychologically it just had such an impact on me in general that that started to show in my personal life Mm. and I started to view things really differently um you know if my friends were doing something I'd actually want to go I'd actually want to go and actually talk to them all and have conversations and things whereas prior to that I would just you know I'd see in the group chat like a message about going out and I think oh god I just can't go I don't I don't want to go and I would have all these thoughts of oh what if they all start looking at me when I'm talking and things like that and I think one of the things for me on with my business was to show up on Instagram and talk to talk on my stories so if I'm talking to thousands of people on my stories surely in my brain I can connect with the people that I love and I've been friends with for years and years and it it just I think it just kind of started to creep in Mm. And where I started to believe in myself as well, it was like, you know, so what if people are looking at you when you talk? Like, that's that's what happens when you talk. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, it just kind of <laughs> it just kind of changed my mindset from like, that's a really bad thing to no, it's good. It's a good thing. It's not that you're you shouldn't be worried about something like that. And yeah, I, I guess it, it was just my brain looked at things in a completely different way. Yeah, totally. And it's like, what, this is the thing with manifestation, because whatever our brain is focused on or looking at, like, it will create those results. So where your brain before Mm -hmm. was like, or it sounds like where your brain before was like, oh, like, people are going to be looking at me, like, you create that kind of withdrawal for yourself. And like, you manifest that like kind of withdrawal and being shy and being introverted. And then when you think, well, actually, that's actually a good thing. And you reassure yourself that it's a good thing you create like different results like even in your personal life that's so fascinating now when you think about because I know another thing for you in your coaching as well was your thoughts about your full-time job and working (laughs) your job (laughs) you're laughing because you know you had many thoughts about this and so you what were your thoughts about working your full-time job and running your business? What was that like for you? So I actually feel quite guilty about this now because it was at a time in the pandemic when a lot of people were on furlough and being made redundant. And I was quite fortunate. I stayed in full-time employment and I just worked from home. Um, but because I enjoyed my business, working on my business so much and making things, and I had that creativity that I really wanted in my full-time role it sort of led me to as you say (laughs) hating on your job (laughs) um yeah so I, I I just I didn't feel like I wanted to do my job all I could think about was making things and how much I enjoyed it and that made me 
dislike my job and I had these like really negative emotions about about my job it just kind of felt like I felt aggrieved by <laughs> having a job um, how dare you pay and me then, <laughs> <laughs> like the audacity yeah. um yeah and then obviously when I started having coaching and you, you kind of explain you know this is a fact of life you have a job um it was almost like I came to terms with it it sounds really weird because you know I should have been I am grateful I should have been grateful at the time but yeah and then once I sort of let go of that emotion of because I, I felt like I was even when I was doing my business and I was making I felt like I was thinking about my job in such a negative way that it was also impacting my business and once I let go of those thoughts I was able to refocus that energy and that emotion on my business and I saw better results mm, it's like so true like I'm so glad you're saying this because I feel like people hearing it from you are gonna be like oh yeah and I'm gonna be like that's what I've been saying all along like, <laughs> yeah. you can't hate your yeah. business to the result it's like one of the things that were part of you creating your 90 day goal was like accepting where you are like I think it's really easy yeah. for us to set goals and be like oh my gosh I can't wait till I reach this and I can't wait till my business like has all these sales but at the same time you need to really love where you are and like hold them both in mm-hmm. love and not try and like hate where you are in order to get over there to your goal where you think the grass is greener and all of these yeah. things <laughs> yeah I think that is definitely a really big thing is acceptance and just you know if I didn't have my job I wouldn't have been able to do the things that I have in my business because it's given me those financial resources to um, invest in my business and to invest in my coaching. Mm. Um, yeah, and now I view them completely differently and I do enjoy my job again. And I don't really think of them as it was almost before like my job versus my business, like kind of to the death. fighting mentality. <laughs> yeah, that is what literally what it felt like. And now I just view them as like, a yin yang I guess that's probably a better a better way of looking at it amazing so we've spoken a lot about like what your thoughts were about your business like before you hit your goal and before you started coaching so you've had 250 customers in 90 days what are your thoughts about yourself and about your business now that you've achieved that goal I believe in myself I think one of my earliest conversations with you, you asked the question, like, what are your thoughts about yourself and where your business are? And I just, I think I just thought, like, I think I said something like, it's crap. <laughs> like, I just didn't, I just didn't have any, any belief in myself or my business or achieving anything. And now I feel so confident in myself. And, you know, previously, I would sit on decisions sometimes for weeks months even years for starting my business it took me two two years I think and now I'll just come up with an idea and within like an hour or two I've written a plan I've ordered everything that I need to do for this new idea and I set it in motion I think having that trust in myself has been the biggest probably one of the biggest changes for me because rather than questioning oh should you do that what if it doesn't doesn't 
go right or what if this happens I now just think right you've got this idea you're going to do it now and that's it and it's 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 done so yeah it's it's been it's been (laughs) definitely been a learning curve but a, a really good one what would you say to anyone who is thinking about signing up for coaching they're worried they're like is it really gonna work for me does it really work will is it just a luxury to work with a manifestation <laughs> coach what would you say to someone who has all of those thoughts and fears oh uh, so I would say just do it like don't even think twice about it because it is hands down the best thing I've ever done I'm not I'm not even just saying that in relation to my business. It's the best thing that I've done in my life. I, I I find it actually find it quite difficult to put into words how much of an impact it has had on me as a person. Um, I feel like, you know, from six months ago, I feel like a totally different person. I don't ever question myself and I trust, you know, trust in myself to make these decisions and, I think that it's probably the single best investment that you could ever make in in yourself. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been amazing. It's been such an amazing experience. And I think one of the, the really positives of the coaching is that everything that you learn in the coaching, you go back to. So I constantly, since we finished our coaching sessions, I have my book where I wrote down everything that we did in our sessions. And pretty much every day I look at this book and I write things in it and I carry on with the information that you've given me and um, the resources that I've been provided with that I would never have known about or thought to to use. Mm. So it's almost like a never ending investment really yeah totally like I love that first of all I'm so happy to hear that you feel all of that about the coaching I'm like yes 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 and I love to hear that you still look at all of those notes and all of the resources because that's what those resources are there for that it's not just another course or another set of videos they are there for you to take on after we finish like the live session so I'm so happy that you feel that way it's so awesome to hear like the transformation that you've been on like where you were before and like what it's meant to you to create this goal Mm -hmm. because again talking about business it's not really about the money that you've made is it like you've made money in your business but it's like not really about the money it sounds like it's more about who you get to be in the world now that you've achieved this goal the money is just kind of extra yeah I'd absolutely say that is like the perfect description of it I've gone from being one person to another person and the sales and the money are almost secondary to the person that I've become from the coaching yeah it's quite it is is really difficult to put into words how how much of an amazing experience it's been it's it's just been incredible really and I, I just can't thank you enough for for everything it's um yeah it's been amazing I love that what do you think the future of your business looks like now oh god what a question yeah so I've just started stocking some other people's work mm. um I would like eventually to become like 
a concept store and maybe open a shop or at least have my own warehouse slash studio to work from I think that's going to be my next big my next big goal is to to work I love it just get through Christmas (laughs) next year I'm really glad you said about where your business is going because Lucy Hitchcock came on the podcast and was like, I'm a manifest, I'm like manifesting this stockist that I want to be stocked in. And then like a month later, she got an email from Selfridges being like, Hey, we want to stock you. So I'm just saying that the concept store, now you've said it out to everybody listening. Now it's just emotion. Do you know what? It's, it's really interesting that you say that about that podcast because that was one of the I think that was actually the defining podcast that I listened to of yours that I thought that's it I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this coaching I love that and now like full circle baby you're like oh me I know I know (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your experience and thank you for being so such an amazing person to coach with it's been wonderful watching you grow and shift and to just try different things like you never let any of you know the setbacks or anything that occurred in your business stop you you just used it as reasons to keep on going and to keep shifting and I'm Mm -hmm. so excited to see your concept store come to life thank you Kyra (laughs) thank you for having me so Oh my gosh, I have one more question. I almost forgot about the wild card question. That has never happened. I know you listen to this podcast and I feel like you know what I need to ask you next. It's our laugh question. Let's imagine that tomorrow the slate is wiped clean and you have to rebuild. You are still who you are, but you have to rebuild again. And you can only take three tools with you. They can be physical tools, a diet coke your favorite pet whatever a book or they can be lessons that you've learned but you can only take three things with you what are you taking with you to rebuild okay so the first one would have to be the trust in myself Mm. um secondly I think would probably be my phone because I am glued to it and I'm glued to Instagram so (laughs) I think it would keep me keep me busy um and the third one I think would probably be my laptop because I can be really creative on it I've got illustrator and stuff so it would yeah fill my time I guess I love that the trust in yourself powering that laptop rebuilding and beyond (laughs) yeah definitely how can people listening find you find your work have you got anything coming up that they should be looking out for give us all the goods yeah so you can find me on instagram it's at proper vacant um and i am due to launch my new collection in the beginning of november i don't have a date yet but i'm working on it it's coming so it's like autumn winter yeah it's coming it's coming okay amazing please if you've enjoyed everything that jess has shared please let her know that you enjoyed the podcast i know my guests love it so much when you send them a little message and share your gratitude for their time thanks again for tuning in and i will speak to you next week Take care, everyone. Thank you, Kyra. Bye. Bye-bye. 
If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to Coach With Me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews, K-I-R-A, matthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.